0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Florida Foodie. Starting a business can be difficult and growing that business can be even harder. You need money, a plan, usually some investors. But one Central Florida chef managed to do it all without any of those things. Chef John Colazo started his food truck on a whim when he could not find work. Then he grew it into a brick and mortar location through a sheer force of will, staying up for days to get enough credit to make it happen. But all of that effort is now paying off. Today, Chef Colazzo talks about how his Puerto Rican heritage helped shape his culinary career and what's coming next for his restaurant, Badass Sandwich. Hello and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Lisa Bell, along with our producer, Thomas Mates. A lot of us dream of becoming our own boss. And about four years ago, one Central Florida chef decided to do just that, starting a food truck that quickly expanded into a brick-and-mortar business, bringing the flavors of high-end dining to the lunch crowd. So we are joined today by Chef John Colazzo from... Not sure if I can say this, but I will. Badass sandwiches. You said it right. Good. <laughs> I wasn't concerned about pronouncing <laughs> I know, it. I was just know, saying I know, it. You know, yes. Right so thank you so much for being with us today. No, thank you for having me, guys. It means a lot. You are extremely popular. Uh, you thank started you. out, we were just going over briefly some of your history, but really, your inspiration started out when you were a child, mm-hmm. growing up in Puerto Rico, tell us about that.
1: Just food in general, um, you know, in Puerto Rico, we're very, very big, you know, foodie-centric, I guess, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody died, excuse my, you know, what I'm saying, but, here, here's a sandwich or here is, you know, chuleta or whatever. So we find comfort through food, you know. You go to somebody's house and you got to eat. You better eat because if not, the mom will be upset or the grandma, you know. So I was brought up, you know, uh, whether it's slaughtering, you know, like I was telling you earlier, pigs to make the roasted pork, which we call lechon or like, you know, the, uh, the morcillas and make the pasteles, which is our version of a tamal, you know. When I was little, I didn't think anything of it, but it's really cool now looking back, you know, 30 years, or even longer, 35, because I just turned 41, oh my God. (laughs) Anyways, it's really cool looking back, and I actually applied those techniques that I was brought up with now with my cooking, you know, and we cook really raw, if you think about it, you know, our sandwiches, and we're we're just very different, you know, so I get inspired by it, you know.
0: So in 2002, you moved to Central Florida. What prompted (laughs) you to open a food truck called badass sandwiches after
1: you know moved to 2002 just you know coming back and forth you know to florida from new york i was a chef at a yacht i've done consulting you know pretty much up and down the east coast for many years new concept development development i'm sorry um You know, I found my wife, you know, and I Mm -hmm. I was 35 at the time now. You know, it's six years ago, actually. And she was like, well, you can't be traveling. You can't be working that many hours. She has a nine-to-five job. And I'm like, well, I'm a chef, you know. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: I think it was time. And we started looking for things. And nothing was appealing. I could not find a job for about six months. And we were on vacation, uh, no vacation in Puerto Rico. And she was like, well, why don't we just do something and open a food truck? And I'm like, hmm. I'm about three beers in, I'm like, ooh, how about we just call it badass sandwich? And she looks at me, she was like, that could be a little frowned upon. I'm like, well, how about if we just put an apostrophe between the two S's? It's not even a word, but we can we can work it out, you know, we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. And little by little, people accepted us, you know, which is nice. Some people complain about it, especially, you know, people that have some sort of major in literature, et cetera, you know? <laughs> uh, so it, it's cool now that we've been accepted in the community. As you know, it's part of Orlando,
2: I guess, you know. Yeah, so I, don't I mean, know. Orlando's yeah. pretty, you know, <laughs> loose and, and liberal, all things it considered. Is. So, I mean, I'm surprised that you, you got so much blowback. At for, the beginning, for, I did. Yeah, yeah, like, what were people yeah. saying?
1: Um, the For instance, uh, we had a write-up, great write-up, though, but they were saying about the grammar police. If the grammar police, blah, blah, blah. It was a funny thing, mm-hmm. which is cool, but, and then also older people, you know, the older clientele, you mm. know what I mean? Um now we were more accepted by you know the local younger crowds, but the older people were like, eh, I don't know if I want that, and you know mm-hmm. why? Why made you put an apostrophe? And I'm like, what well, doesn't mean that we're bad people? It just means like it's a fun, cool concept. So I created a little word. And so far, it's been great, you know. Well, look, people
0: are sampling your food, and mm-hmm. their biggest complaint is the apostrophe in your name. I think that speaks volumes, about <laughs> how great yeah, you. your food is. So tell I us about Badass Sandwich. Mm-hmm. What sort of food do you specialize in? Sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> you know, What's um, the number one seller? Oh,
1: it's very difficult, um, only because, you know, people, they, they, they sell... Or we serve pretty much the same amount equally across the board, but a lot of people give us a lot of noise about the ninja, which is our poor belly sandwich. Mm. And if I took if I take that off the menu, people would just flip out. So, so I can't do it. But I guess <laughs>
0: for someone who has not been to Badass mm-hmm. Sandwich, Thomas has. How, what yes. makes your sandwich different from any other sandwich shop?
1: We think outside the box. Do You know what I mean? Like I, when I create a special, it was again an inspiration from a ch- from childhood or just because I wanna eat it, to be honest with you, you know? Um, and it just happens to be that people just like them, you know what I mean? So I get fortunate enough that people enjoy them. Um, so they're very unorthodox, you know? And again, we don't follow the rule, like, oh, you know, you have to put lettuce, tomato, and this. No, we just make whatever and put it in between two pieces of bread.
2: What's the... If you think about it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's the most oddball sandwich you've, you've put out there? The most oddball sandwich?
1: About two years ago, I keep moving, I keep yeah. getting, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, um, about, Stay up on the mic. That, okay. okay, sorry guys, is that good? <laughs> good?
2: Okay.
1: okay. Um, so about two years ago, we created a sandwich called the Bam Bam. Mm-hmm. And it was a beef rib. Have you seen beef ribs, how big they are? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, probably about this big. So I wanted to create a sandwich just to put it, the bread and the beef rib, and you can just take out the bone yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's in order to achieve that, you can overcook it because the meat will fall apart, or if you undercook it, it's too tough, right? So we created that. And what I did, <clears throat> excuse me, I salt cured the beef ribs for 20 days, you know, and just because when you cook it, it creates this different texture. Again, it's a a a, a technique that I saw as a child. What they call a carne vieja, they use the same thing for ropa vieja, where they take the meat and it, you know, it, it's the salt creates the meat, a different texture. I can't even explain it. You have to try it. But anyway, so people were like, huh, the bam, bam. So it was the beef rib with parsnip puree, blue cheese, french fries, and like red wine demi. But it was a different sandwich for the era here. Now you see it, like Hunger Street Tacos, they do their version with the taco, with the the rib, and you pull it out, etc. And to me, that was really oddball to sell (laughs) because I'm like, how how can I sell this to people, you know? It's a beef rib. You know, it's very... um, primitive, if you will, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I don't know.
0: So your food truck ultimately transformed into a Mm brick-and-mortar store. Tell us how that came about and how that's going for you.
1: It's going great. Um, Again, we're blessed, you know, really. We're fortunate to have uh, the brick-and-mortar. It came about, it's funny, oh, my God. uh, I think we're about two years in with the food truck. And sales are great, you know, but we find ourselves that we're working extra hard. To, to keep up, you know, with the, with the trend because the food truck trend back then, it was great. But, yeah, I saw it dying. I'm like, you know, what do we do to stay afloat? Um, Seven Bites back then, they said that they were going to move. They acquired a location at Seven Bites is well known in Orlando. And my wife used to go in her lunchtime to a gym nearby, mm-hmm. and we would drive by Seven Bites. And she's like, hey, why don't we just open a restaurant where Seven Bites is at? I'm like, you're crazy. I'm broke. I had no money. I really didn't. You know, I'm like, we're finally making it work with the food truck. We're doing great. We are great. But I'm like, I see myself. I mean, I'm in my ninth surgery now, guys, by the way, you know, after opening Oof. a restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's try it out. Um, we sent our portfolio to the landlord, you know, the, the owner of the property. And he said, you know, there's somebody else already interested. <clears throat> I'm like, okay. But I was persistent. And he was like, you know what? The place is available. Are you interested? I'm like, yes, give me a week. But I didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. so I'm let me go to the city because the city of Orlando, i know it could be a little bit challenging to deal with let me make sure that i can do our concept you know and i'll get back to you in a week so everything was great now i told him yes he sends me the lease i'm like oh my god i have no money you know (laughs) so i'm like okay i i we we have some money but like you know it's an ira whatever it is to pull it out it's it's pretty difficult so yeah like you know what we'll make it out somehow so we gave them the, the, the deposit. We signed the lease, but seven buys was still going to be there for another six months. Mm-hmm. But at least we had the lease. It was ours. Now the next goal is how do we get capital to open badass sandwich? I was stayed up for, I think like I stayed up for four days applying for credit cards. And I did. And that's what happens. And we apply for, I apply for every single credit card you can think of, you know, even Victoria's Secret. So my wife is super grateful, you know I am mean? <laughs> like, babe, at least you got some undergarments, you know, whatever. And that was it. And little by little, we bought everything. We stored everything in our um, living room because I didn't want to pay for a storage. And it took actually you eight you months because Seven <laughs> Bites ended up... Um, delaying their departure mm-hmm. and we got the key and then we, you know next we're here now so. and the yeah. timing
0: ultimately was perfect the timing was yeah.
1: perfect because exactly you know we got ready financially i didn't have the finances you know and yeah. i didn't want to ask anybody to for help you know so um at the time it was perfect you know and next thing you know mm-hmm. it's like when you open the door i'm like how can i pay rent you know but it was really cool like when we did the soft opening on january 29th, january 29th sorry i keep moving um there was a line at the door Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, I could yeah. pay the first month yeah. at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it took us six months to open. You know, mm-hmm. we were already paying, actually. Yeah, we were paying for two months before we opened. So, mm-hmm. you know. And 7Bytes, cool.
2: as you said, they're like pretty well known. So that's, mm-hmm. that's big shoes to fill. It was,
1: exactly. And that was my my, um, my fear because I thought, hey, I get the key. I just paint whatever. No. When mm-hmm. I sat down after I got the key that same day and Trina and I we were talking, we gave hugs, you know, mm-hmm. she, she was crying, she was like, This is you know, it's emotional because she created an empire now, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me to take that to take over that place it was incredible. And um so after she left and I'm looking, I'm like, No. I have to change the whole thing around because she created such impact in the community. I didn't want people to come to badass and be like, Oh, it looks exactly like seven bites and mm-hmm. start to yeah. compare because people do that, you know. So I was like, I want to tear down that wall, I want to take out the floor, I want to do this. Mind you, I really had no money, but I'm like, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I hired somebody to take the floor, we put epoxy flooring, and I had somebody cut down the wall. And I had a lot of little angels, like I call, you know, a lot of little helpers in the area, which is nice. You know, so we were blessed to open five months later.
2: Yeah, we we had Trina in, and I mean, was she like supportive? And did she help you out? She getting-
1: gave me guidance, a lot of guidance, because she's been there. She was there for three years. You know, mm-hmm. so she was, and you know, hey, by the way, don't do this, don't do that. So I follow her guidance, but of course, I you know how I'm a guy, so I'm kind of stubborn. So I still you know call people hey what do you think about this and people agreed which Mm -hmm. was nice so it it was great to have her on my side to be honest with you Mm -hmm. so
0: so people who are listening or watching in the central florida Mm -hmm. area Mm -hmm. where exactly is your restaurant located if they want to come check it out
1: 207 north primrose drive okay which is the the milk district which is mill district exactly yeah
0: and how has that been because that district like so many other pockets all across central florida Mm -hmm. is really booming and becoming like a little foodie district
1: it's really really cool and exciting i think as a business owner small business owner area, the way the areas are like, I guess unifying like, you know, the little corners, hey, you know, it's cool, you know, because... Hey, check out the the Soto District. Go check out the Mill District, the Hourglass, you know, the Mills District. So to me, it's really cool that we can just kind of like even market as one, you know, because even the Mill District, they have their own page. Mills District has their own page, you know, like Instagram and Facebook. So I think it's really cool. I love it, you know, to be honest.
0: I think so many people have thought about maybe opening a food truck uh-huh. at least once in their uh-huh. life. <laughs> and you're laughing. <laughs> so what would your advice be to people who want to maybe think about opening a restaurant one day. Maybe you want to start out with a food truck. What is your advice?
1: Um, Man, just do your research. Make sure that you really want it. And just be passionate, you yeah. know what I mean? And really, really want it, because if you really, really want to have passion, nothing else matters, to be honest with you. You know, the the 18 hour days, mm-hmm. you know, don't really mean anything, you know what I mean? It's super rewarding, you know, so if you think about it, you know.
0: So that's so, your advice, but yeah. what was maybe the biggest surprise that you encountered when you started out?
1: The biggest, okay, the, the most, the, I'm gonna do. give you both the positive and negative, right? The surprise, like eye-opening, insurance. Insurance is a big opener because everywhere you go, you have to put that person, for instance, if I was going to serve food here, I will have to name you guys on my certificate of insurance. When we started out, technically the insurance should give you those for free. When I started out, I was getting ripped off, and everywhere I went, I had to pay $50 to the insurance company, plus I had to pay the city of Orlando, plus, plus, plus. So that's money, $50 Mm -hmm. every time you go, and Mm -hmm. if you're going to go to a different address every week, you have yeah. to do the money mm-hmm. it's a lot of money you know mm-hmm. so but they're not supposed to do that you know and of course we filed a report i'm just being honest you know mm-hmm. because they're not supposed to do that so do your research um be sure of what you're doing make sure that your menu is simple yeah. you know what i mean don't try to overdo it now and that was the bad part of it you know because you don't know so you'll learn by me you know from experiencing things right <clears throat> excuse me the great thing it's that i created something really cool so um I'm not saying that I'm, you know, we're not the best. we're not the best. You know what I mean? But we're great at what we do. I'm super uh, excited every day. You know, it's, I live, I live a dream to see if that makes sense so that's a positive you know yeah. i i, I mm-hmm. work 10 days a week i tell people huh? i like i do <laughs> i work every day you know mm-hmm. where doesn't stop i was actually sending emails before you know my surgery the other day and then after my surgery my phone didn't stop ringing you know so so how
0: you know? do you juggle that that work demand with you, you the, the rest of your box. life
1: the urgency box you know if, if you're a manager if you know what the urgency box you know urgent not urgent important not important so you need to be able to to of course delegate you know what i mean to your assistants and things like that you know or you know like i said if i gotta go to the bathroom right now right that's not in the urgency box really you know what i mean you have to do this before you do that right so that's how i manage and i try my best and if not tomorrow's another day really you know oh.
2: <laughs> uh, i know um just reading from your bio from your yeah. website, that you got started in Allentown, Pennsylvania, yes. which is not actually far from where I'm from originally, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, but sure from there, I know... I know yeah. yeah, right? You know, are, yeah, you're, you're not missing anything. <laughs> um, sorry, Scranton. Uh, but anyways, uh, I know from there you've gone to, like, Philadelphia and New mm-hmm. York, these big cities. Not that Orlando's tiny by any stretch to imagine, but they're usually the places where, you know, chefs go to to be chefs. Yeah. You know, that's where they kind of accumulate. their their big, bigger cities, food cities. What, what, what... What experiences did you have there that pushed you here? And, like, what do you take from there here?
1: Man, it's just, I worked, I did work. I worked in uh, Manhattan. I'm sorry. I used to work for Restaurant Associates in, in, in Manhattan. And I loved it. But the stress to get to work and to get back home is just incredible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like, I lived in, to to in Bayside, Queens. Mm-hmm. And it would take me about 45 minutes to get to work. And then about two hours to get home. Every single day. I did have banker hours. I worked only Monday through Friday, no nights, no weekends. It was incredible. I was an inside consultant for them, and I loved it. But, again, if you want to be a chef and go to New York, it's just like I would tell people, really do your research, you know, mm-hmm. because just like you're going to go if you're an actor and you got to go to Hollywood, you know, to become an actor and be famous, right? Same thing with New York City and chefs. That's what I'm looking at. Eh? I mean, good luck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And
1: you really were. You really got to work and be humble, too, you know, so – it's difficult. So, Orlando, I love it. I, don't know, I just don't know so many people here, too. Mm-hmm. You know, How has
0: so. your menu evolved over the years from the food truck days to where you are now?
1: Oh, wow. So, we started with six sandwiches. Um, the badass, of course, the ninja, the mafioso, the Garfield. And every school, every, every name has, like, their own little story, which mm-hmm. is really cool. I love it, you know. Um, so, we started with six sandwiches. Now, we have over 90 in our vault. So what happens when I started with um, the food truck, we started with six sandwiches, and then I hired somebody else to help me out, and the menu evolved to 12 sandwiches. You know, And that's the most we could do because when you do events and you're selling 100 sandwiches an hour, you know what I mean, for a three-hour period of time, it's very difficult, you know? and we manage to at least keep each sandwich very unique. you know. Um, so I'm pretty much cap, pretty much capped out. So what happens when I open the restaurant I had like a playground? I'm like, yeah, I got a char broiler, I got two ovens, I got a bro, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I could exp- you know expand the menu more. You know I can give people more things than just you know 12 sandwiches. You know so, and also to to sustain and to like you said evolve. You know you have to evolve your menu because you have to evolve with the times, right? So that's what we did, and then right now we got yeah over 90 sandwiches.
0: And you offer all 90 every single <laughs> no, day?
1: No, we can't do yeah. that. I wish. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) but I can tell you if you can't let's say if you went to Badass about two years ago and Uh you tell me hey and I used to do the sandwiches like every week now we change them like the specials every two weeks excuse me if you tell me yeah I came over here two years ago and I had the sandwich with this I'm like yes it was that sandwich so I remember Um, but we can't unfortunately Mm -hmm. people do request hey um certain sandwiches and if they send me an email ahead of time i will accommodate you know yeah. what i mean because obviously it was that memorable for you to remember it two years from now yeah. i mean two years ago right from two years ago so yeah so so you, you know, have your
0: staples and then you
1: and then we rotate
0: so speaking of evolution social media has really played a huge role since you've been in business mm-hmm. how does that affect your business
1: in a good way it does because people love to be interactive you know what i mean especially like the 9 p.m when you post something forget about it you know that that's the highest um um audience for social media because of course if you have kids your kids are already fed you already made them dinner or took a shower whatever it is so people are very visual you know and our sandwiches being like that over the top and sometimes we do a little clips you know of a cheese dripping or something like that people react really well to that um, yeah, because
0: it makes them hungry. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it helps. It helps us, you know, to people see like, oh my God, I want that. And we try to put again our sandwiches are like more like some. Well, no, they are. not. they're more like, but they're really in your face. So we really get a kick out of it. A lot of the comments that people post in our social media is incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: yeah, you have to read them because a lot of them are not PG, so I can't. You know, <laughs> but it's really cool in our fan base, man. It's been, like I said, incredible, you know. And a lot of them, especially, like I said, Instagram. Not so much on Facebook, but Instagram, you know. And, yeah, but we don't do much Snapchat, just, you know.
0: Do you see so. any new food trends that you're trying to incorporate into badass sandwich
1: yeah, I'm seeing. I've seen a few, but I can't discuss them, guys. I'm so oh, sorry. It's top secret. <laughs> My inspiration. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Not top secret, yeah. but like I've seen like a lot of like. I can't say anything yeah. right well, now. Well, we did have Orlando <laughs> because Foodi- it's coming up. You know, I'm sorry. We did ahead. have
0: Orlando Foodie Girl, who is okay. pretty famous on Instagram mm-hmm. here in Central Florida, she's awesome. and I know she's visited, uh, yeah. Badass Sandwich as well. But she was saying that one of the biggest trends she sees is a, a need for a vegan option. Can you see yourself going there? I've done it. Yeah, I've
1: done it. Um, and in talking about the the, the 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 subject earlier about food and the government, etc., right? Going back to the whole thing, when you try to eat, to eat healthy, it's actually more expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Than if, you know, if you're eating meats or, or, you know what I mean? So that being said, I created a sandwich called The Swamp Thing, which The Swamp Thing is, like, from, like, the 70s, like, you know, cartoon, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was a really awesome sandwich, you know, it was our version. It was a vegan sandwich um, made with cashew rui. Rui is, like, a spicy sauce, whatever, made, like, mayo base, but Mm -hmm. we made it vegan. Mm -hmm. And we made it with cashews. What happens? Cashews are very expensive. So for me to actually make that sandwich and for people to enjoy it, it would be pretty expensive. Yeah. That being said, when we market for vegans things like that, sadly, it's not our highest market. Uh-huh. You know, When I created that sandwich, people were, it moved. It mm-hmm. sold. It was incredible. People loved it. People still ask about it. Mm-hmm. The reason I don't have it is because of that. If I was, mm-hmm. you know, A vegan sandwich of that caliber would have to be $18. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Sad.
0: How is you the know. current economic environment, like, affecting your business with food prices and meat prices? Oh,
1: food prices are horrible right now. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, the pork, <laughs> it, 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 it affected us. We had to raise our prices. Unfortunately, not by much. You know what I mean, like fifty cents a dollar here, like that, mm-hmm. um, to, to keep up because we we were suffering. Mm-hmm. We really were. Um, especially now with the tariffs or whatever mm-hmm. going yeah. up, and mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. It's really, really it affected us. Yeah,
2: big markets yeah. overseas aren't taking what they used to, and yeah. so that's driving yeah. prices up here Absolutely. because they just have too much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what happens,
1: even your purveyor, they send you emails ahead of time, hey, get ready. But it's inevitable. You can't, in order for me to sustain my restaurant, I have to yeah. buy through them. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I cannot. not hey, we well, can't go stock else. up
0: years in advance. You got to buy like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I have to
1: buy fresh, yeah. highly, highly perishable products. Our meats—they're never frozen, like they every—you know everybody says, mm-hmm. but it's true, you know. Um, so it affected us. So we had to raise pricing, and it was really cool. We were ready to release it to the consumer. You know, hey, a note, you know, like a memo rather. Which we never did because we never got any complaints. People got people understood it, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. which was cool. But it was the first time raising pricing in four years. Mm-hmm. So now, you
0: know. do you ever take the food truck back out for special events? Can we see you anywhere besides the Milk District?
1: Just for like catering and private events, yes, okay. we do. Um, last time we did it was for Apple Inc. We do Medline Industries. I guess clients that we have, but uh-huh. never like back in the day where we just mm-hmm. posted somewhere yeah. for lunch and all that. Popping you know? up all the Sadly, because I miss. It. I really do. I miss those days where you have that human connection. You know what I mean? Every day. I think you need that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I don't know. I miss it, to be honest with you. Because I I had a cook at that point, and I would be the cashier, and, you know, asking everybody how you're doing, and people didn't know about us, and I would tell them what we did, and I was Mm -hmm. very interactive with people, but.
2: So I mean, mm-hmm. as you're as you're moving forward, and you might look to expand, would mm-hmm. that be like the obvious way to maybe like jump up, like just have both running concurrently, or would you rather just like open up another brick and mortar shop? We're opening. We're we're working on things oh. right now. Oh, expanding. Yeah. Oh. We're, we're, yeah. we're trying to. You know, I don't know. Can't say right, anything right now. You, but Yeah. <laughs> is it a little more financially stable than when you started? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're great. Yeah. We're great. Mm-hmm. We're great. Yeah, it's it's really cool how again evolving the restaurant. Like mm-hmm. how we started out, I didn't have a I didn't even have a real kitchen. Yeah. I didn't have a hood system. You know, we had a, a, we actually opened the side door and just put a fan. You know, because hoods are very expensive. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. we finally installed the hood last year. You know, little by little. I don't. Yeah, know. I'm gonna dig so for it's, some it's more nice. clues
0: here. I would yeah. assume that if you were to open another business, you'd do it somewhere in the Central Florida area because oh, yes, people of already kind of know Absolutely. who you are. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. We had opportunities, like even other states. I'm like, nope. Yeah, you know it's, it's. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm not in a hurry. Mm-hmm. You know, all right. But mm-hmm. it's happening. Yeah. Again, the inevitable, right? now people say, I don't know, the demand is there. Or people
0: so. even wanting to open a franchise wherever they live. Yeah,
1: yeah. sure. Yeah. If they, as long as they abide by the rules, you
2: know, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll take it back. <laughs> so like, uh, so okay. So let's just fish this way. Like um ETA. When can people expect to hear something? Sometime next year. Sometime okay. next year. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Cool.
1: So I got to know how to be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's exciting. Um, When I opened my little food truck, I just wanted to sell 15 sandwiches a day. It wasn't anything crazy. I just wanted to live. You know, I couldn't find a job for a while. Um, The job that I wanted, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I did it, and next thing you know, just when we opened the brick and mortar, I told my wife I just want to sell 30 sandwiches a day. And now we sell that in a matter of, like, 20 minutes, which, wow. you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I still marinate the meats yeah. myself. I still do everything, you know. That's why I got carpal yeah. tunnel surgery. What do you think you
0: know? the difference is? Because so many people try to open a restaurant, mm-hmm. and so many of them don't make it. Mm-hmm. But you're, you know, one of the few huge, bright success stories out there.
1: Um, especially being so, so prepared, too. Like, I don't have investors, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Only just keep it humble. You know, don't live above your means, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because a res- in the restaurant business, if you net 20% of your gross, it's incredible. So you you get it. If you net mm-hmm. it, 200000 out of a million, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money that's going out the mm-hmm. door. You know, you're talking about insurance, you're talking about taxation, you know, payroll, obviously utilities, mm-hmm. you know, maintenance. Um, I just installed a new air conditioner unit that cost a few thousand dollars. You know, mm-hmm. just you know, so little things like this. You have to account for. Hey, let me sit for a rainy day instead of taking this trip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we don't do that. You know, we try to live modest. You know, um, of course we have fun. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So my wife still has her job. I still I have this. You know, um, and our staff is great. So I'd rather invest in the company versus just becoming rich. It doesn't yeah. make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So you also create longevity if you treat your employees right because at the end of the day, they're here to make a living, right? Mm-hmm. If they're not making a decent living, they're going to go to the next place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we try to keep our, you know, our employees happy, you know? Uh, of course, with Good reason. employees of course yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's the key. You know, you just treat everybody fair and just live modest. So great you know
0: well thank you so much for coming in Uh and hopefully when the next one opens you'll come back thank you and bring us one of (laughs) your sandwiches the garfield the the ninja whatever (laughs) this is awesome we really appreciate it thank you guys i know what to say
2: hey cut i'm kidding (laughs) Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Chef John Colazzo from Badass Sandwiches. You can learn more about the restaurant by heading to badasssandwiches.com. You can also find it on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to follow our host, Lisa Bell, as well. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram, or Lisa Bell News Six on Twitter. You can also find her children's books online at normannomebooks.com and by searching Norman Gnome Books on Facebook and Instagram. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Hawley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Florida Foodie is available to download wherever you get your podcasts. Please take the time to rate and review us there as well. And you can find video of all of our podcasts on slash podcasts.